Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Man skillful in his work, he will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode, I believe we're on 255, maybe? Uh, 254, somewhere in there, guys, uh, that we're in. And I uh, just want to tell you, appreciate you tuning in and uh, staying tuned in to this Kingdom Success podcast. Uh, I want to kick off actually with uh, the scripture verse, and then I'm going to start driving here. So it says actually in Joshua 21, verse 45, and this is in the New Living Translation, says, not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. That's Joshua 21, verse 45. Well, I only have a few minutes here with you guys today. I'm actually driving back from Hobby Lobby. Um, needed to go run a couple errands and see if I could find a couple things, but uh, run to the bank. But like I said, I wanted to be faithful uh, with you guys. And no more excuses is a theme for this year. And I do not want to have an excuse uh, anymore for you guys of not uh, giving you guys at least an episode. And uh, I've had a couple things stirring in my heart. And I wanted to just talk to you briefly about those couple things. Um, I just just uh, took that scripture verse uh, that I just had to gave you guys, uh, Joshua uh, 21 verse 45, and I posted on my Instagram. And um, if you ever want to follow me on Instagram, go ahead. Uh, you can click on the bottom down there. You'll find my Instagram um, actual handle. It's Tyler H. McCart, M-C-C-A-R-T. You can follow me on there. But anyway, posted that uh, verse and I said, hey, is this, is this coming to pass in your life? Uh, and, and I let them know, I let my followers know, which, you know, there's only a handful of followers that I have, but I'll let them know that, you know, it can be that way for you. And I also followed up with saying, God is actually waiting on you to go and claim your promises. And I, in my quiet time today, as I was going through my, my quiet time this morning, uh, as you guys know, I've been reading in the book, uh, well, really through the whole entire Bible. So I'm actually in Joshua, and I'm wrapping up Joshua, uh, hence uh, Joshua 21. And as I was just meditating on uh, the Scripture and reading the Scripture this morning, Something just really jumped out of the page of me. And then whenever I was in my shower this morning, I said, Lord, you know, what would I, what would you want me to share with, uh, you know, my listeners uh, for this, this week's episode? And the Lord clearly uh, said to me that, you know, I need you to share with my listeners that they need to become aggressive with the promises that I have 
set out or laid out for them. Those are his. Those were basically. I know the word aggressive. Uh, he used aggressive faith, aggressive about the promises uh, that are there for them. And I know that for me, whenever I I was, goodness, uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 years of age, I had no idea. No one had ever said to me, I never heard any minister of the gospel. I had never heard anybody. And granted, I'd I'd been, I grew up in church. I, I went to church all my life. I mean, I was a good Southern Baptist boy you know, where I went to youth group, uh, every single time youth group was available. Uh, I got saved at age nine, uh, water baptized and, but I had never heard anybody say that you have got to get aggressive, uh, about your faith. And in my scripture reading today, and it just goes in line with why the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about this. It's very interesting, and I don't know what, what chapter it was in. It was in you know either Joshua 19, 20, or 21 uh, of those, either those three chapters as I was reading them. But it's interesting in there, I think it might be actually Joshua 20, uh, 20, Joshua 20. And it lists out in the very beginning of that chapter, it says uh, that there were seven tribes of the children of Israel that had not gone out and claimed their territory or their land. And Joshua actually rebukes them and says, Hey guys, wake up and go and go and conquer your territory. Don't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs and wait until, you know, the price is right or the, the timing is right or, you know, the stars in alignment or the clouds are, you know, parted and the ray of light has come shown through the, the sky and it's all good. No, Joshua said, you have got to go out and take possession of your land. And these seven tribes actually went out and took possession of their land because God had already promised to them that the land was theirs. He had already said uh, through Moses and Numbers and in Deuteronomy that, and even in Joshua chapter 1, that everywhere your foot shall tread, uh, that land shall be yours. You just need to get rid of. And one of the interesting things about this, and I am and I'm, should be quoting this correctly, but this, this, when he actually went to the children of Israel or these seven tribes and said this, they had been busy helping the other tribes, granted, take possession of their land. And I don't know the full timeline of it. I can only imagine I, one reference actually in the book of uh, Joshua is Caleb. And Caleb, I think, says that he's either 84 or 85 years old. So they've been in the... Uh, in the promised land for over, at least just go ahead and call it over three or four years because Joshua went into the land and Caleb went into the land whenever they were 80 years old. So they were, had been in the land at least, you know, let's call it four or five years that they had been in the land, you know, working on, you know, other, 
you know, the other tribes and securing the borders and so forth like that. And here Joshua comes to them, you know, after they had already set basically those other tribes that are settled and they'd been sitting around maybe for a year, two years, who knows how long they had been, but they had just been sitting around and not actually going forth and claiming their land. And for majority, I, I know for me, I'll just use me as an example. I know sometimes I have gotten lax or I have become uh, not as aggressive or not as um, very focused on some of the promises that I know that are mine when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your health, when it comes to, you know, either relational things that I become lax in that when God's already promised that I shall, I mean, I'm going to prosper in everything that I, that I put my hand to. And I want to encourage you guys, kingdom success. Don't just allow yourself to drift. Don't allow yourself to actually say, Oh, well, Hey, if it's God's will, it's going to happen. Or, you know, hey, if it's meant to be, it's going to be. Now, that is that is somewhat true, all right? I, I don't want to sit there and get you, you know, to jump the jump the ditch and get it on the other side of the ditch and say, oh, i got to go and work my fanny off to, to be rich. Or I've got to go and, you know, start working out and going on a crash course uh, diet to lose weight and to get the body that I want or get in shape. Uh, like I see my, some of my other friends doing no, 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 no. Or I've got to try and work on getting this person to like me or appreciate me. Or, you know, my boss is, you know, barking up a tree on me and I've got to get, I uh, get them so I got to do my work and stay after. No, 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 no. The promises of God, the way that you're going to get aggressive with seeing the change that you want to in your life, with you being able to possess the land, possess the thing that you want, then it is as simple as getting your nose into the Word of God and keeping your nose in the Word of God. That's it. I know because what's going to happen, what will happen here? Here's I, I promise you this because it's happened to me. Guess what? You're, you say, I want to lose weight. Well, guess what? You know what? God will sit there and show you scripture. God will sit there and uh, as you read through the word, you're going to sit there and renew your mind to say, man, okay, I need to start eating better. I need to start, you know, pushing back on you know, certain meals or not eat that a certain way on things, or, you know, maybe I might need to cast myself on the Lord and allow the Lord to start to do the work inside me. Maybe I need to go and meditate on, you know, Proverbs 16, verse three. I, I, it's, it's amazing. I, I know, I know of, um, this person, uh, that I've known for almost, you know, majority of my life, and for this person, I mean, it is like fad diet after the next. 
And this person can, you know, they put on, they lose the weight, but then they all of a sudden they put back on the weight. Then they lose. I think this person's probably gone through maybe, you know, 10 or 12 different, maybe more than this, 10 or 12 different diets. They're like, okay, this is the one. When it's as simple as if they would just get their, like for me, I, I'm just, again, going back to me, I, I probably was a, I, I, I know that I used to kind of chase the different fads of diets. I mean, it was like the keto diet or the, or the Atkins diet or, <laughs> or I need to do certain kind of workouts or whatever it is. And for me, I said, you know what? I'm just done with all this. I, I'm done with it. I'm done toiling in my mind trying to figure out all this. I'm going to put my nose in the word and I'm going to let the word begin to change me from the inside out about how I view my body and how I need to eat properly or how I need to exercise and allow the word to plant inside of me the motivation that I needed to see happen because I was toiling, I was striving so much. Instead, God made us, makes it so much more simpler for, for us that guess what? If they meditate in the word and renew their mind, if those children of Israel hadn't just sat there and said, okay, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just going to let it happen. If it's going to happen, you know, say la vie. No, you go and find, maybe you need to find scriptures on your finances and you need to renew your mind to your finances. And I mean, I, I, I know of another couple that, you know, again, great couple, but man, just struggling in their finances. And I, I remember where I was at. I was struggling in my finances early on, but it wasn't until I got a hold of the word and began to aggressively meditate and look up and listen to anything I could find and begin to change my talk, change how I was speaking to get it in line with the word. I mean, I, I you know, bless this person, bless this person's heart. You know, they, they sit there and talk so contrary. Their thinking is so contrary. I mean, the, why does it say in Proverbs 23 that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, you know, gang, I'm telling you, if you want to get, if you want your life to change, if you want to see real evidence, God-centered change, you've got to become aggressive with putting your nose in the word. I know I probably sound like a broken record. I probably said this, you know, last week, uh, whenever I talked about, guess what? If, if you just would, you know, what, what did God tell the children of Israel or, uh, tell Joshua right before he was getting ready to enter the, enter the land, uh, that he had promised. Well, he simply said, put your nose in the word day and night and start to meditate on that word, start to speak that word and don't let up on it. If God said you have the promise, you have these promises, then meditate on those promises and allow those promises to start to build you up. And what will happen is it's change will start to happen in your life and you'll start to see the fruit of the word in your life. But you have to become aggressive. You can't sit there and just 
sashay and just say, oh, say la vie, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, or no, it, it, it cannot work that way. It's not you going out there and, you know, doing a whole bunch of effort. It's actually you actually renewing your mind to the word of God and finding out what God's word says in scripture about your situation and meditating on that. I remember a gentleman, his name is Creflo Dollar, okay? Creflo Dollar. And he got diagnosed with, I think, some sort of cancer. And he said that he went, after he got that diagnosis, went home, locked himself in the room. I, I don't know how long it was. He might only came out just to eat. But he went in the room and he meditated in the word until breakthrough came for him to see what he needed to receive in his spirit about the situation he had. And majority of people are just not willing to do that. You know, they're not willing to go and lock themselves in a room until they get the actual uh, word about their situation. And, you know, I, it's the word works, man. You just got to work the word, guys. I love you, but you know, if it's all on how, how much you really, really want to live the life that that says in God's word, that you can be the head, not the tail above only, not beneath that, you know, whatever your hand to shall prosper, you know, you can walk in divine health. You can, uh, have prosperous relationships. You can have money in the bank. All right. You can be, uh, a blessing to other people because you have so much uh, abundance of things. You know, gang, it's, it's, not, it's not complicated. It is you being aggressive, you being focused on what you need to get. So, gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.